the only podcast that has strong opinions about games they've never played before. This is Bombers. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bombers. Uh, hosting today is Bomber number three, Zyber, aka me. Uh, also here is bomber number. Wait, you don't have a number. Uh, I don't. Actually, it's a guest here. Hi. Since <laughs> Dig is too busy once again to do something. Instead, uh, I have here sixty-four bit gamer or sixty-four. Hi, I'm sixty-four. I uh, I'm the artist here. Something like that. Yes. For those who have been you know, listening to our podcast or being involved anywhere related to the Bombers, you will have seen her work as 64 made um, our character arts that we were able to use for logos and all, all that stuff. Yes, it took way too long. <laughs> yes, well, it was worth it. Well, I'm glad. It's, it's really nice. Thank you. So yeah, it was just the two of us today, but we got some great things to talk about Uh I know we missed a lot of news from the past few weeks, but we're just not going to go back to it because that sounds like too much of a hassle. So instead, we'll just move on to everyone's favorite part of the episode, Bombtastic News, where I talk about, you know, just what this Bombers is. So uh, any kind of information you want to get off of us, you can easily go to thisisbombers.com, where it includes information about our podcast, our Discord, link in the description below, where you can have fun and interact with us and our friends, fans, etc. Um, we got YouTube, where you can also listen to our podcast or uh, enjoy our Twitch streams that we save on there. Or you can go to our Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash thisisbombers, where we regularly play video games like three or so times a week. Every Thursday night, we do a community run where we play games with all you people, if possible. Uh, last week we played Fall Fantasy XIV because people voted for that, <laughs> which is very surprising. But hey, it's a great game. Yeah, well, like one of the people who voted uh, plays fourteen with us, but then she wasn't available, so I'm just all like, well, then why did you vote for it? You <laughs> played Fall Guys. Maybe she wanted to watch it anyway. Maybe, um, but. Also, if you want to, for some reason, pay us for the enjoyment we give you, you can go to our Patreon. Uh, this is Bombers, Patreon stuff, whatever. And become a acquaintance, friend, or best friend of the show and get some benefits that mostly you can see on our Discord if you do it. Uh, Shoutouts to our current best friends, Anne and Rob, our friends, Haley, Aaron, and Reaper, and our acquaintances. Thank you for your support. Now, let's move on some, to some more interesting things, like upcoming releases. Heck yeah. Yeah, we got some uh, interesting things going on this week. Uh, let's start it off with, on the 28th, on the PC, we get Bear and Breakfast, which is a nice homey uh, like simulator, kind of like Stardew Valley, I guess, but without looking right. at less content. But that, that's, no, that's not the one that's by the same creators, right? No, no. That's yeah. the like chocolate factory or something like that. Right, right. Next. That was it. 
Uh, no, this looks super cute. <laughs> oh yeah, like Haley is really. <laughs> oh, I by bet, it. I bet she is. <laughs> yeah, you basically play as a bear hosting a bed and breakfast. Get it, bear and breakfast. <laughs> Great puns there. I love it. Yeah. No, it so, looks yeah. super cute. It's got a nice hand hand drawn style to it. I I really <clears throat> like this style. It's very very cute. Yeah, it's probably something that she can run on her laptop, too. Yeah, probably. shouldn't take much effort. Looks very lightweight. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, Scribblenauts a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. So it looks like it'd probably be about the same capacity. Yeah, if you need a new game to just relax to, I bet Baron Breakfast is going to be good. Uh the next day, coming out on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Series X and PC, but for some reason not PS5, is a new Digimon game, Digimon Survive, which uh, looks like it's, I mean, it's intriguing to me. It's got like Persona kind of uh, gameplay with interacting with people, making decisions, and uh, going to digital world and, you know, doing Digimon stuff. Uh, I haven't, I mean, I've never actually bought a digimon game but this one i'm pretty interested in yeah i don't know when the last digimon game was released but i feel like it's been a long while since then so it's kind of cool that they're getting another one again yeah, i've i've never played it either so yeah, yay like those, we uh, have no so... idea <laughs> <laughs> well i know they had those uh cyber sleuth games on the ps4 i'm not sure if they had anything in between that so yeah it has, it's been a bit of a while well, congrats, guys, on getting a new Digimon game, if, if you were into that. Yeah. If only they make a, another good anime. If only. Uh, but, of course, everyone is super excited for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Also yeah! Also on the 29th. I still need Nintendo to play the Switch. second one! <laughs> and I still need to finish the first one. First one was phenomenal. Absolutely adored it. Like, I remember... Yeah starting to watch somebody else play it and then having to stop like like half a video and going nope mm -mm, i have to i have to play this myself and <laughs> guys i do not regret it if you haven't played xenoblade chronicles please do <laughs> yeah it really is a good game like the only downside to me is just that like as a achiever like I want to do all the side quests available, right. and there is so many it's, side quests. It is endless. Like, there's so much to do in that game. So if you're a completionist, maybe don't go for the completionist. Just, just do what you can along the way. But if you do love it enough, hey, it's worth it. You can do uh, New Game Plus and have a better time with it. Yeah, like, you gotta, you gotta find that middle ground, though, because, like, you gotta do some of the side quests in order to make sure you're leveled up enough. Yeah. Remember the... The first time I played it, it's like I just couldn't beat anything once you got to like the second area. And I was like, what's going on? Well, the game does that clever thing where it shows you stuff that's far above your level. And it's like you're too low level to aggro it, but the threat is there. So you want to make sure that you've leveled up enough by the time you come back to that area and everything. So, yeah. So I, I definitely intend to go back to it. I got, like, they were going up to the arm when I stopped. And so I just, <laughs> the last time I tried getting back into it, I could not remember the combat. And so I had to restart. So hopefully I'll be able to remember the combat. It's a bit more complex than generic uh, JRPG. So you only go, uh, got up to the arm? 
Oh boy, are you in for a time. <laughs> well, I'm only missing like one party member, I think, now. Yep, and the game's about to spiral out of control. You should really get on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll get on it. But hey, like, as far as I've gone, of like the three versions of the game that exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, good yeah, luck. Def- definitely get the Switch version, guys. I mean, for one thing, it's probably the cheapest. But another thing, it is definitely the best version. Yeah. As for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, yeah, they're definitely excited for that. Uh, They went more towards the first game's art style, you know, based on the Switch version. (laughs) Thank goodness. Uh, The thing that's been stopping me from playing the second one is the art style. I'm not even going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. Of course, I'm... I'm a very visual person, hence why I do a lot of drawing, and yeah, that that one just, I'm not a fan of the extreme anime, not not a fan of it, but the new one, yeah, looks good. Yeah, it went back to that, but they still have cat girls, so there's still some anime to it. Can deal with cat girls, as long as it's not all about the boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's see how long it takes for me to actually get this game. Because like I bought Xenoblade Chronicles 2 when it came out and I played like the intro of it and then haven't touched it since either. Yeah, like I know I need to play it because apparently there is some really important stuff that happens in that game. And it's not like 100% obnoxious like it seems like it is. It's just you have to get past the obnoxious parts. and <laughs> disappointing but i need to keep up with the lore so i need to go play it well hey if you're not interested in playing you could always watch chuka conroy's let's play of it that is true that is basically all the important upcoming releases there's some like console ports and junk but who cares about those so uh, let's move on to the weekly bomb where we talk about gaming or news recently that is either the bomb or a bomb. So first up here, we got uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender is getting some movies, which uh, has been announced for a while. But initially, they're going to do a movie based off of uh, earlier Avatar, Kyoshi. But instead, they decide that the first movie is not going to be of adult versions of the original gang from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Blah. Hmm. So, basically, like, this takes place between the first series and the second series, and it's a question of, like, well, what are they going to do with it? Like, if they're already adults, I guess they're skipping the comics that take place directly after the first series, which is kind of disappointing. That would have been fun to have an animated version instead of having to read comics. Yeah, Uh, I mean, if you have one that's only on one type of media, you might as well expand it. But hey, if they got a good story, then who cares, right? Yeah, and like based on what they've done so far, they probably do have a decent like timeline of events that take place between the series. And so even if they've never done anything around that uh, time of the the gang being that old, they probably already have ideas because the original creators are involved in this. And otherwise, I would not be interested in it whatsoever. No, I've I've committed the ultimate sin of I have never actually finished watching Avatar. I know, I know, roast me in the comments. I hear it all the time, but uh, it 
I, I have a lot of respect for the series, and I really do hope that these movies turn out great for the fans. <laughs> yeah. It's like, as disappointing as Korra was to some people, like, it's not necessarily the creator's fault and all that stuff. Like, just Nickelodeon was crap to them for it. Yeah. Yeah. Get better, so. Nick. <laughs> So, like, I'll just say that already this is the bomb. I think it's pretty awesome. And, like, the chance of it being downright terrible is not nearly as high compared to the unspeakable movie or even possibly the Netflix live-action adaptation that's being created. Wait, there's a Netflix live-action one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Orig <laughs> originally, the original creators were also involved in that, but then apparently they had disputes with Netflix and so left. And so it's like, oh, well, that's, that's a, a great red flag. sign. That is a great sign. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't boy. Be I wouldn't be surprised if they're all like, well, screw you. We'll, we'll make our own stuff. And so. <laughs> oh, please do. I really, really hope they do. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That reminds me about how it was also announced that uh, there's going to be a Powerpuff Girls and... Um, right! Yeah! That is exciting. Like, the original writer... Imaginary Friends, yeah. Yeah, the original writer is coming back to actually produce those shows, so... Fingers crossed they turn out awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's get some nostalgia without the needing actual nostalgia to like it. Yeah. Genuinely good shows. We'd like to have those back, please. Thank you. They're just all like, oh, they're making a live action Powerpuff Girls? I don't think so. Let's bring back the cartoon. Heck yeah. Oh, what's what's the other news that we have? Right. In other news, uh, not as exciting, but uh, Mario Strikers got an update with Daisy and Shy Guy showing up as playable characters. Um... Don't have the game. I'm not a huge uh, Mario sports fan, aside from tennis, because tennis was... At least 64 tennis was great. The new one is, eh. And kind of getting the same response from people who have tried the new Mario Strikers, that it's pretty meh. Yeah, like, we've gotten the tennis, we've gotten golf, we have now a new Strikers, which initially everyone was super excited for. And then it's like, oh, well, they just did the same stuff as... The tennis and golf and clearly they oversimplified <laughs> they oversimplified and now it's like yeah the animations are still there and everybody's super excited about that but uh it's it's too much i think <laughs> and of course when it was announced everyone was all like wait a second where's daisy you can't you can't have mario strikers without daisy and clearly well, that was uh needing to be mended since they made an entire excuse to throw her in. And that's most likely exactly why they had her as the first expansion or DLC or whatever. Because a lot of people called that. They're just all like, oh, she's definitely going to be added. Because that's, that's what they did with the past sports games. And it's, like, it's like releasing a sports game without Waluigi. Like, the uproar for it. You don't do that, worse. Nintendo. He was the best part about the last tennis game. Absolutely. No doubt about that. <laughs> so yeah, a big question though is just like what what are they doing that like these sports games are just not nearly as good? And also why do they think that they need to, you know, 
release these free character DLC every now and then to warrant people to still play it. Like, shouldn't we still want to play it just because it's actually fun, not because, oh, my favorite character has finally been added? Yeah, that's been a real struggle with recent Nintendo games, I think, where it seems to be lacking the heart that it used to. Like, anymore, it's just, well, this this is a popular IP, let's try to get more money out of it, which yeah. makes me incredibly sad. Like, imagine if they did that with Smash Bros. That, God. That'd be terrible. Everyone would hate that. Everyone. Yeah. Maybe you know, it's like, intentional. Maybe they don't want to make sports games anymore. <laughs> Who well, knows? They didn't have to. Like they they didn't do that many sports games for the Wii or Wii U. Like they did some in the earlier era of the Wii, but like after that, they're just like, "Well, we're done." Until now, on the Switch, they're all like, "Oh, wait a second, we want to do it again, but not correctly." <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're just releasing like half of the game each time. Like it's missing something. So like Smash Bros, they had the two season passes for DLC characters that cost money and such. And I'm like, that worked for me because we got a full game, it felt like, Absolutely. prior to that. We got all of our favorite old characters back, and then they added more. That's different. <laughs> yeah, like with this, it's just, well, then, like, you were you already planning that before the game came out and all this stuff? Like, why are we doing this? I have no idea. Hopefully they change direction a little bit, but I don't know. It would certainly be nice. So, yeah, I, I consider this a bomb. Like, yes, it's great that we finally do have Daisy and I guess Shy Guy, but... The like, game itself lacks value, I suppose, so I'd still call it a bomb. Yeah. All right, well, that that is the weekly bomb audience let us know in the comments or discord or email us i don't really care either way what you think about these two things are you excited for an avatar the last airbender movie instead of a blue people avatar movie <laughs> and what do you think about the mario sports games are you just happy that daisy is finally in or are you also like concerned about how they've been doing these things let us know uh, next, uh, how about we get into the discussion about the guest of the show, 64? Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you do? Like, what's some what's some fun hobbies and stuff that you get yourself into? Hobbies? Oh, right. Uh, there was a time I used to have those. <laughs> Lately, uh, yes. I've just been working a lot, like, a whole lot. But in my free time, I... In what little free time I have, anyway... Play a lot of D and D, like a lot of D and D. Like I have three games a week. Good God, somebody help me! <laughs> yeah, you, you got three games in a week somehow while you're also working a ton. That is amazing. I lose sleep to get D and D time. <laughs> that is less amazing. Don't do that. Eh, I need a social life somewhere, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have bombers taking up most of my non-working stuff so i can't really complain yeah. D is my bombers if you want to put it that way <laughs> D D is my bombers what what <laughs> audience what is your equivalent of bombers <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i uh actually dm one of those games so 
kind of adds some extra work on top of it. <laughs> yeah, and so that DM you, or DM campaign you do is the, like a space travel one, is that right? Yeah, we were actually doing a Waterdeep campaign, which is kind of the more standardized one. Basically put your characters in a big city and they can wander around, fall into any side quests they bump into, that sort of thing. Kind of going Skyrim with it. Uh, the one we're doing... Uh, that group of friends that I have, we get very into character story and whatnot. So we, when we build our characters, we kind of get very attached to them and we create different scenarios for them. This one was a concept the group of us all had, and we thought it sounded so, like so much fun, we decided to make it into an actual campaign. And that one involves space travel and trying to track down a pirate king and kill him. So, that's fun. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good escalation there. Yeah. There's some pretty good motivation, but I won't get too far into that. Uh, uh, on the Bombers Discord, I'm a part of a D&D campaign there, too. Lovely Forge Cleric. Just uh, the day before when we were doing a session, we had a fun time where we were fight I was fighting a suit of armor, and so I cast Heat Metal on it. Which, thankfully, the DM allowed to actually do something since, you know, it's just an animate suit of armor. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I, there needs to be room for creativity, but that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, and so as it's taking damage, then I tried just whacking at it with my hammer, because I'm a blacksmith, basically. <laughs> and I miss, and so <laughs> the rest of the no! party is all like, wow, it's not like you, you know, hit hot metal with a hammer as your profession or anything. <laughs> Yeah, you should have had advantage on that. What the heck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the armor has disadvantage on its attacks because of the heat metal, so that was worth it for me. I literally never got hit, so... Okay, that's a fair trade-off. Yeah, and also, it is of armor, so it had really high AC. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that took three rounds of me just missing it, but it melting from the heat, and so eventually it just kind of just broke down from only heat metal damaging that, it that is awesome it reminds me of a encounter i just had recently in one of the games i'm not dming but basically my dark elf warlock yes i know very stereotypical whatever he's a he's a very fun guy he he stole jarlaxle's hat if you know who jarlaxle is but basically he was up against some ghouls and one of the ghouls kept rolling super low so it kept get distra getting distracted with the feather on his hat I actually rolled to see if he could distract all the goals with the feather on his hat. He rolled a nat 20, and I was able to distract each and every one of them. The DM was freaking out. It was so funny. Nice. Uh, that reminds me of an uh, old campaign. I was a bard, and, and I had a uh, ability to distract people, so I just climbed up onto a rooftop and distracted all the zombies in the village by playing metal music. And <laughs> Yeah, you know, the DM's that just all like, it. I keep forgetting you have these abilities. <laughs> oh, it's pretty great. D&D is a good time. It really Everyone is. needs to play D&D. Please, find a group. If you if the, you can't find a DM, become a DM. It's not that hard. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't lie to people like that. <laughs> okay, it, okay, it's kind of hard. You do have to plan. But like once you've learned the rules, it's not that bad. Yeah, or you could always just join our Discord and 
uh, join the voice chat and listen in every other Friday or so when we do a session. It's a lot of fun. We have uh, Nelthane as our DM, and he's pretty good. He's definitely uh, gotten me to do things I'm not normally doing in a campaign, like all that roleplay and such, so. Very nice. Yep. Oh, well, I guess we can talk about some Minish Recap, all the stuff that we've done the past week or so. Uh, 64, I know that you got one of those popular games that came out recently, Stray. What do you think right. of that game? It is very good. like Very, very good. I, I'm not sure I would place it as high as everybody is, but come on, we're playing as a cat. Who's complaining here? <laughs> Says the cat owner. The cat mom. Listen. Listen, the the internet exists for two things. One I'm not allowed to say, probably. (laughs) And the other one is for cat videos. Who wouldn't want to play as a cat? That that is a great question. I like the multiple people I brought up. Like, uh, you know, first uh, they gave us a goose game and now there's a cat game. We're seeing a correlation here. So the cat game... Nothing like the Goofs game. Nothing. Mm-mm. Whatever you well, think course. it is, unless you've like actually been watching somebody go through it. Um. Um. Huh. It's um. <laughs> it's uh. I don't uh want to spoil it, but it's not what you think. For those of you who don't know what Stray is, you're playing a cat in a uh, cyberpunk world, and so you're just, like, exploring while also staying out of danger from the robots that attack you and such. That's basically all I can say from only watching trailers. (laughs) Uh, yeah. See, I actually didn't watch any of the trailers for it. I I think I I watched one you sent me, but I did I... One, I think I blanked on it after I watched it. I just knew cat game, yay! Um, (laughs) But I I do. Sorry, God. At one point, the cat walks on the shelf and there's bottles and it just topples over. I'm just like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah, there are plenty of those moments in it. And that's where the cat part of the game basically stops, though. (laughs) Because the rest, like, this game actually has a plot, like, an actual plot. Like a, oh my gosh, this is a huge immersive world, what is going on type of plot. So, um, if you like plots, and you like cats, and you like the idea of playing as a cat as the main protagonist, play it! You'll have a good time! You might also be scared shitless, who knows? (laughs) Oh, now I'm very excited. So, (laughs) yeah, like, I just got back from vacation a week ago, and I actually ordered a uh, physical like special edition version of the game Ooh! and so that's the reason that i haven't played it yet and been waiting on that to arrive can't blame you there that's awesome yeah so i'm just like might as well get something cool out of this and it's such an interesting experience it really is it's a good time and also a, a scary time but y- you'll see you'll see i won't save any further than that that's great. It's gonna be great when Haley watches me if, if I get to the scary stuff. Haley, just be like, Haley no, won't not the cat. Haley won't be able to handle it. I don't think <laughs> because I got to this point and I almost had a panic attack. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I might put it more on the lines of amnesia. <laughs> wow, that that is far up there on the horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now? So yeah, if you can't handle scary games, this is your warning. This does get a little bit creepy. Well, thankfully, it's only like five or six hours, people say, to, so at least it won't be like playing a scary game for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how scared you are, I suppose. Uh, uh, I'll be fine, then. Yeah, you'll be fine. I know you will enough. Uh, so, speaking of the vacation I went on, uh, I decided to bring my 3DS with me for old time's sake, because I realized that I haven't really touched in, like, five years. Yeah, I think mine's been sitting on my, my console wall. Uh, they're all like, oh, don't worry, we'll still support the 3DS while the Switch exists. Lies! They're liars! And then they port a Wii U game to it and then never touch it again. Sad. Uh, anyway, uh, I played Metroid Samus Returns because I realized that I never played it after I went through all the other 2D Metroid games the past year. But I'll talk more about that next week when I'm with Dig. Instead, I'll say that I also played Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which Heck yeah. I also have been wanting to play because uh, I follow a uh, on Twitter a uh, Kingdom Hearts Frames account where they just post once an hour a random frame, or not random, they pick it out, but just a frame from a cutscene in any Kingdom Hearts game, and there's been Listen, so many from Coded recently. Kingdom Hearts, out of context, is a beautiful thing. Like, it's it's beautiful. You will never find anything as magical as a single line taken out of context from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's like, Mickey, we put bugs in Riku. <laughs> it's Riku. They put bugs in him. <laughs> So, yeah, there's so many people that complain about Coded. They're all like, oh, it's pointless to the story. It's just going through the first game again, blah, blah, blah. And I go, okay, but, like, it has some of the best gameplay in the entire series, in my opinion. I Interesting. Just, I love it so much. It's got, like, a bit of platforming, which I missed from the first game. Uh, it's got the best version of the command deck. Uh, it has similar commands attacks and spells it has some different ones compared to birth by sleep and dream drop distance uh you're still able to like merge two commands together to make a new command but also it has a leveling thing where uh the more you merge a command the higher level it is the more powerful it is and then also there's a chance to like do an over spec of it where either the the command takes less time to recharge after you use it, or it uh, takes less energy to like have in your command slots because, uh, like, each command has a percent of energy. And if you get over a hundred percent, then you can't. Well, you can't do that. Oh, and see, so there are two Kingdom Hearts games I've never played. Coded is one of them, and uh, now I want to because if it has all the best elements of the best games, then yeah, I want to try that. Yeah, like I think it's really interesting. I uh, I beat it just uh, yesterday, and then I started going through the post-game stuff, which is actually a lot of. Like, they want you to uh, re-beat the story. Each world uh, 
is basically you can replay each world and see how fast you can do it or a higher difficulty or a higher level, which you can, you know, is also useful for trying to uh, get all the enemies and uh, get the loot from them and such because there's like trophies for completing the journal and doing all that stuff. Uh, also, once you beat a world, you can go back and do an exploration version of the world where it's after you you know saved it from the blocks and stuff and you can find these uh data portals that then go to challenge runs basically where you need to you know defeat the difficult data heartless and then go to the next level and while you're doing that you're getting what they call cp is a currency that after you're you beat the challenge mode you can use the cp to buy uh either commands or like level up chip kind of things increase your strength increase your magic etc and so that's basically the level up system is that they have a command board where you put those uh, chips into it and you can like find uh abilities on on that command board or you can find what they call cheats because it's a you know it's a digital world that you're playing in so it's like you're hacking the system basically so you can get cheats where you can lower everyone's health to just be one including Sora's or the enemies uh, you can uh, raise the enemy's difficulty but they have a higher chance of dropping loot all these different things hmm okay yeah I'm gonna have to mess around with that because I skipped it mainly because I didn't have the console at the time I think yeah, I like, remember why. I mean, the 3DS was my first uh, DS kind of console, so I had to wait until I had that. But totally worth it. I, I mean, I like it more than Dazed. I mean, Dazed has a better story, obviously, but I really don't care for the gameplay in Dazed. I think Coded is so much better. The gameplay was a hit and a miss, I think. I really like the organization system in Dazed. But I'm a natural organizer, and I imagine it's a nightmare for anybody who isn't. Um, but yeah, I, I could see Coded being better in the gameplay department. Yeah. So you, sh you should definitely try it out. I can give it to you once I'm done with it. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, anything else that you've been playing or want to talk about? Um... Oh, right. Um, I've actually been playing Skyrim. I kind of never stopped, if I'm being honest. Boring. <laughs> okay, okay. But you know the argument of mods? It actually does make a difference. Just just throwing it out there. But on the topic of mods, uh, there's actually one that just got released in the past week. Uh, and that one is a multiplayer mod applied to the special edition, anniversary edition of Skyrim. Can't believe it took that long for that to happen. I think there was one for the original, but the uh, special edition, because everybody switched to it and nobody had it yet. So it finally got upgraded to the special edition one. And from what I've seen, it works very well. The only problem is you have to turn off all of your mods or they clash with everybody else's and makes the game crash. But it's a good time if you just want to form a D&D &D party and go adventuring. Yeah, so like, how does that work? Like, 
do you need to be near each other or can you just like be on so, opposite ends of the game? So servers can hold up to 30 players and oh, there are some live servers that like there's a list of live servers that can support players. Uh, basically, you just have to exist in the same server together and add each other into a party like whoever's in charge of the party just needs to add the other players. Um, and you guys are linked together. You can teleport to each other, all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, teleporting is nice. Yeah. Be, I mean, Skyrim isn't necessarily the game that you'd want to try to, you know, speed run and such. It's not that kind of No, no, thing. absolutely not. But it would still be interesting to be like, all right, guys, spread out. We're going to go to these areas, and then we'll just teleport to each other. Let's finish this quest really fast, because we hate this quest. We just want to get it over with so we can get to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when I was playing uh, Halo 4 Legendary Mode with a friend, and he was all like, all right, so I remember this part, we gotta go to this area, press a button, and then we gotta dash over to this area as enemies start coming and killing us. And I'm just like, well, wait, why don't one of us just go to that button, and the other person goes to where the next thing is? And and he's just <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, a little smoother than that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's... I managed to get into one server. Unfortunately, I'm one of my mods is stopping me from being able to completely uninstall all of my mods. So I kept having game crashes. But from my experience, everybody seems to be really getting into the role-playing aspect. Like, nobody's just talking casually. It's usually trying to play a character. So to me, that's very fun. Like, I, I like the role-playing side of things. So you're saying that modders made a better MMO Skyrim than... Bethesda did. I sure am. <laughs> Modders make everything better. Of course they do. That's otherwise Bethesda would be out of a job probably. Yeah, probably. Still waiting for news on the next Skyrim though. You mean next Elder Scrolls? Well. Or do you mean yes. like the next porting of Skyrim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Uh, the next Elder Scrolls. Like I know we got an announcement for it, but we haven't seen anything yet, so it means basically nothing. Yeah, wasn't there another thing they announced recently? I'm not entirely sure. And by recently, I mean like the past half a year. <laughs> uh, I, hmm. I don't remember any Fallout news. Oh, they had like, was it Outer Worlds? Was that them? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's a game that they announced and people are just like, I don't know if Bethesda can do that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I haven't played Outer Worlds. I haven't seen very negative reviews for it, so maybe it, was, it turned out good. It's already out? There was, or maybe it was the first one. Because it's a sequel, isn't it? I think I'm thinking of a different game. It's not Outer Worlds. It's, it's something. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> Starfield. That's it. What? Starfield. Oh, Starfield. Okay. So it's like. Oh, they... that's right. It was Space Skyrim. That's what everybody was saying. <laughs> yeah, except like a lot of it sounds very much like No Man's Sky. And people are just like, well, you know, that was not necessarily easy to make, right? But this stuff. Yeah. They're going to have like procedurally generated worlds and stuff, and people are just all like, but that's not what you're known for. 
Well, I, I like the page for this. I just looked it up. Um, and the page is boasting that it's from the award-winning creators of the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Okay. Because it was the creators that made it great and not the modders. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Fallout 4. <laughs> Love you, Bethesda, but uh, you really need to refine your works. That would certainly be nice of them, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fanboy over over the company or anything. I love Skyrim, but I also acknowledge that half of what makes me love Skyrim is just the mods I added. <laughs> and of course, you talking about Skyrim multiplayer just makes me want to play more Zelda multiplayer. Yep. Gotta do some more Ocarina of Time online yes! randomizer. Yes, please. It's been so long. I would love to do another randomizer be good yeah i do that at some point i'm still disappointed by the multiplayer for majora's mask like you just i haven't seen it for majora's mask yet so like you don't share bottle content like you do in ocarina of time which means that what? like when someone is going through the one under the well maze we we're just like oh we'll just get the supplies for them and we couldn't <laughs> oh yeah that that maze is like the one bad thing about majora's mask it would be really nice if they fixed that. Yeah. Like, I think, I understand why they don't have a share everything in Majora's Mask, and that's because, like, uh, when you turn back time, it doesn't turn back time for everyone, which, but, like, right, honestly, okay. they should just have that. They should have it where everyone has this, is stuck in the same time. If someone, you know, slows it down, then it's slowed down for everyone. If someone goes into the future of 12 hours, everyone should. Yeah, it surprises me that they didn't implement it that way. Because that seems like a obvious change. Yeah, it could be that maybe it's too difficult to program that. I don't know. Could be. Though I think the way I would play is just a like mutual understanding. Like, okay, I'm going to play the song of uh, Reverse Time or, or whatever, and you guys have to play it too. Yeah, I mean, there's practically no reason not to do that there's only a few instances where you actually want time to move quickly yeah i do remember doing the the alien thing at the ranch with slow time i'm just like man this is taking forever <laughs> but i i think the aliens also move at half the speed though while they do they so. they move super slow if you uh inverted time or when i'm waiting for angie to get to the kitchen I'm just like come on yeah, she walks at, like, the slowest pace ever. It's super funny to just watch her move half an inch per second. <laughs> yeah, because, like, they have it set up. It's like, all right, they're going to leave the door at this time, then they're going to get to the kitchen at this time. And it's like, well, that's not how a normal person walks. Maybe if they're, like, drunk and having a hard time staying standing <laughs> up. Of course, the obvious fix there is just to play the, rever the inverted song of time again, but who has time for that? Exactly. Even though it's still faster than waiting, but still. <laughs> I think I only do that when I'm waiting for Sakan. Yeah, that's that's one that can take a while. Or you could just do the glitch where you jump through the rock entrance anyway. Yeah, I have about a 75% uh, success rate on that one, so usually I just do that. I still remember when uh, Hylian was 
talking to me about that glitch as I was running up to it, and then I just happened to do it, and he's just like, what? I remember being over at uh, my co-worker's house, so uh, I was painting her her wall uh, with the Nintendo characters and all that. Uh-huh. Um, two of her kids like learned about a glitch in uh in Majora's Mask, and they they wanted me to find it for them. So it was like they found two glitches. They found the uh, jump through the wall glitch, and then they also found one where apparently you can wear Majora's Mask. Huh. I'm like, I don't know where you heard that one, but I looked it up. I'm like, no, this doesn't exist. You guys heard a tall tale from somebody. <laughs> yeah, um, Nets are gonna ask you to find me under the truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, it was one of their friends at school trying to show off for them. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> they asked me to to try the wall glitch because I couldn't get it to work, and I think I tried it three times and succeeded on the third one. Their reaction was glorious. Nice. Last time I played Majora's Mask, I tried doing it, and I like jumped and got through the wall, but then I didn't actually jump into the entrance. So instead, yeah, I just yeah, you can fell fall. to my death. Yeah, I think that happened to me too. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very easy. Like, you have to hit the perfect angle and then successfully, like, jump off the ledge. Otherwise, you just collapse. Yeah, but at least they have uh, the death floor thing. It's so amusing that, like, modern games now, they're all like, oh, there's no way they're going to somehow fall through the floor, so we don't need to have a death zone underneath it. Like, that happened in Assassin's Creed. Somehow I just fell through the floor and I just kept falling forever. <laughs> yeah that's the worst yeah thankfully i think most games have figured that out by now hopefully but yeah but yes we definitely Speak need to play ocarina of time again agreed it's like i've actually been watching oh sorry no it's like how uh Kim hearts 2 final mix fixed like Kim hearts 2 to me this uh online randomizer fixed ocarina of time to me <laughs> Yeah, I I think the randomizer has really like expanded on the game in a way nobody thought of before because the idea comes from Master Quest, doesn't it? Where they just re randomly rearranged all the items. I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's where I imagine it came from, but uh it's a brilliant idea. It's a way to keep the game alive too. And Ocarina of Time is one of my two absolute favorite Zelda games of all time, the other obviously being Majora's Mask. But uh, yeah, I, I adore the random aspect. I, I like solving the game like it's a puzzle. It's great. Amazing how someone named 64-Bit Gamer prefers the 64 Zelda <laughs> games. Yeah, my alternative name is Zelda Gamer 64, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cringe. <laughs> I, I, listen, listen, it was like, what, 2008 when I came up with that one? <laughs> I was like a teenager or something. That's fine. Uh, I went by Ryder back then. Oh, that's not bad. No. I didn't go by no, the I, Ultimate I was, Game I or pretty, anything like that. I was pretty cringe as a teenager. Huh. I'm just not creative enough to come up with anything better than 64 right now. <laughs> well, thankfully, Zyber is an awesome name. Yeah, that one works great. And nobody knows how to pronounce it. No. It, it's amazing <laughs> when someone pronounces it the correct way the first time. It's like, whoa, who are you? Have you, have you been stalking me? <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe they watch you stream. No, definitely not. Well, that... nah, not giving yourself enough credit there. <laughs> we had two people watching our Foxy 14 stream and just like, yeah, that makes sense. We need to go back to I mean, that's aimed at a very that's a very specific crowd you're speaking to there. <laughs> yeah. So I got we got some time to answer some bombers notebook questions. So interesting, I, interesting. I hope you're ready for this one. Uh, this question is from Rumor. If you could be any meme, what one would you be? Hmm. It's a good one. It's a great one. So you know the screaming seagull meme. The one where like has his head held back and then yeah yeah, yeah. that one yeah that's me that makes sense <laughs> i'm very loud i scream a lot except when i don't know people then i'm deadly silent what about you what would be yours i don't know i feel like i'd be the doge meme yeah yeah i could see that that's pretty fitting <laughs> Especially like the one with the pixel sunglasses on him. Oh, perfect. 100%. <laughs> Much cyber. Very well. Indeed. That's, that's how I talk when I don't know what to say. <laughs> Thank you for that question, Rumor. Let us know what meme you guys would all be if you're horrifically in a tragic, tragic accident that stuck you in a meme uh, next question is from Rob and it is if your house were on fire and assuming all people and pets were safe what is the one item you would go back for slash save if you could only save one thing hmm I'm glad that people and pets are already safe one thing I'd go back for at one point, it would have been my laptop, but I don't have a laptop anymore, and I'm definitely not dragging my desktop out of here in a fire. Yeah, like, what are the rules on this? Like, are you going to die if you pick up something too big? I mean, I guess it doesn't say that, but... So, assuming you have to come back and grab something that you can carry without much hassle... Let's see. It might just be my PS5. Because that's hard to replace. I, I could see that. I, I think I would kind of agree. Except I don't want to copy your idea. Um, oh, man. Something tells me I'd go in and grab the N64 I've had since childhood. I think the nostalgic value of that I would cling to. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you could also because take like your mini fridge or something, but... <laughs> I, I, I could not easily carry the mini fridge out. That's definitely above weight limit, I think. <laughs> it didn't say that... <laughs> It didn't say that you had to be quick. It just said that you could only take one thing. I couldn't pick it up. I had to drag it in. Drag it out with all with all the drinks inside. It's a cool mini fridge, but there's no way. 
Well, hopefully it's cool, otherwise it wouldn't really be working well. Uh-huh. Listen, insurance will cover that. I've had it for less than a year. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking, like, I have insurance, so it would it would cover good chunk of stuff. Exactly. Most of the stuff I have, I could cover under insurance. But the N64 I've had since childhood, there's no replacing that. Yeah. It does. It would definitely suck losing our giant game library and books and everything, but that is not one item, so I can't, yeah. can't say that. So yeah, I'll go with PS5. It reminds me of when our Roomba mysteriously disappeared and <laughs> wound up in your bathroom. Yeah. And we're just all like, did someone steal it? But the PS five is still here. And then everyone we brought it up to was just all like, well, is your PS five still there? <laughs> yeah. If the PS five is untouched, that wasn't stolen. <laughs> we would still just the Roomba. <laughs> no, the funny thing is that the same thing happened to my mom i think she found it a month later like after she bought a new one and everything it was oh where was it it was somewhere very silly like it wasn't under her bed or it, like it locked itself in a closet that's what happened yep they really like liked under doing that. a blanket under a blanket <laughs> <laughs> playing hide and seek <laughs> Those old Roombas, they, uh, they're real characters. What was just amusing about mine, though, is that we had all the doors closed, and so it only had the very small living room and kitchen, and with, like, absolutely nothing you could actually fit under. So, yeah, we're just like, <laughs> where the heck did it go? And I needed to use the bathroom, and I couldn't open the door all the way. That's a fun way to find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, at least you found it. I did, and it's still useful today. If mine goes missing, I always know where it is. It got stuck on the bottom of my couch because my cats tore up the, the lining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every time. Every single time. Guys, Dang cats. I set my Roomba to run this morning, and then I went out to get a haircut, and I came back, and it was dead in the kitchen. But thankfully, all the carpet was cleaned so it's like all right well that's good enough there you go oh well thank you for joining me on this episode 64 of course it was fun yes we will have to get into playing some zelda and all that other stuff and you know people listening into this hope you enjoyed it go join our discord talk to us uh do whatever you feel like Bye. <laughs> Catch you later, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>